With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at RepcoService.com. Life's so full on. I've been working on this deck for ages. These steaks don't cook themselves, you know. Life's good with a Trex deck. Composite decking made from 95% recycled materials that won't rot, stain or fade. Trex, the world's number one decking brand. Uh, we've got another one of Hawke's Bay's favourite sons on the phone though today, and Greg Murphy. G'day Murph, how are you? G'day Ricardo, good brother. That's a story mate, that's a story. Looking forward to uh, this weekend at the Bend mate. I guess the big question is, uh, can Andre Heimgardner go again? He, uh, he got his first win there last year. I'd like to see him do it. Um, yeah, he, he got a win there last year, which was which was awesome. Different race team uh, than where he is now. I mean, it was a standout performance uh, through a pretty challenging sort of year for, for Andre uh, in 2021. And then uh, he departed Shores, which was Kelly Grove at the time, uh, which is now just Grove Racing. No Kelly involved anymore. And he uh, departed and went to Brad Jones Racing, which is, is showing glimmers of, you know, Really, really good performance, um, but just the the consistency again is lacking um, for Andre. But uh, you know, he I think he's pretty confident. Spoke to him last week at the launch for the um, IT Auckland Super Sprint, and you know he's he's, he's in a good space. And he feels confident, and he's he's pretty happy, which is really important uh, with his uh, his role at um, BJR. So. You know, anything is possible at any time, but I would really like to see him because he's a great, great competitor, great young guy, um, and works hard, deserves, you know, deserves success. So I'd really like to see him start to be consistent up the front of the field and, you know, uh, why not this weekend? Yeah, why not indeed? He, he did all right in Townsville, didn't he? What, he got a fourth and a ninth, and I think he, he qualified fastest at one point as well in the in yeah. one of the practices. So he's, the signs are there. Yeah, the signs are there. Um I mean, we're talking about a championship that is is so close, so tight. I mean, a couple of tenths is making um, all the way through the field, you know, uh, you know, making big differences in where you qualify um, and where you sit on the on the on the um, the timesheets. So it's just one of those championships that, you know, once you start to get that consistency, you know, it becomes becomes quite normal. Uh, to 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 be you know um, in the top five or in the top ten on a on a regular basis, and he certainly is inside the top ten on a regular basis. But then he's now got to be more consistent inside the five, and then you know then it's about getting podiums on a on a regular basis, and then you know it, it is a absolutely challenging um, kind of thing to get your head around, and, and it's a challenging thing to do on a regular basis. Yeah, I mean, and then, then obviously that's when you start competing for championships, right? That's uh, that, that's how that yeah. happens, you know. And uh, he doesn't have to look too far to see that because old Shane Van Gisbergen and another couple of wins at Townsville uh, the other weekend, and he, he is just absolutely flying again this season. Ah, oh, it's a, it's awesome to watch. Um, you know, from a from my perspective, um, you know, just knowing, uh, you know, what how Shane operates and what is. 
what his world revolves around and his world revolves around driving cars, you know, and, and um, his focus is purely, purely driving cars. That's all he, all he wants to do. Um, and it's, you know, his, his ability to, you know, continuously evolve and watching him on the weekend at Hawke's Bay driving his, uh, his Skoda and the Hawke's Bay Rally, um, you know, just the enjoyment he gets out of it, the effort he puts into it, um, you know, he, he knows, oh, I would imagine, of course he knows how good he is, but it's it's not enough just to sit on any laurel or sit on, on, on your previous performance. He wants to continue to, you know, to smash the next one out of the park and... Um, you know that's that's what he that's what he does. That's what it's all about. And you know it's awesome to watch him going about his trade uh, the way he does. And, and at the moment he's just got everyone absolutely bamboozled on how they, you know, beat him and what they do to try and you know get it to, get to his level at least because he is a level above at the moment. As much as every other race car driver would would hate to admit that. It's just a fact. I mean, what he did at Townsville again was was you know was head and shoulders above um, everybody else in the field, and he's just he's just controlling that as he needs to control it, and just pull something out of the hat every time. It's it's sort of at that 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 time now where you watch him, and you just expect amazing things every t- every time he's on the track, and um, you know he's delivering those pretty regularly. Those amazing things. Yeah, well, he's uh, 274 points clear in the Drivers' Championship of Anton Di Pasquale. And you, you mentioned it feels like everything he drives make an Im- makes an impact, including this. Some great pit lane language there from you, Murph. How is your camera, your camera after uh, Shane took that out in the rallying car? Yeah, I should have I should have known better. Um, I put my GoPro uh, down on the inside of a corner. Uh, at, um, I think it was stage two. Um, I think it was stage two at Rally Hawks Bay on um, Saturday, and put it right down up against the bank um, in a in a bit of a sort of a water trace. And uh, out of the way, and the first two cars that went through, um, no problem, miles away, absolutely miles away. And then, um, and they were, you know, there was Robbie Stokes and Ben Hunt who were very fast um, in the rally, but um, were a long way off the line on where my camera was. And then, of course, Shane Van Gisbergen comes through, puts his car exactly, exactly where it needed to be on the fastest line through the corner. And, um, you know, he's, he's millimetres from the bank, with the right front of his uh, his Skoda, and uh, yeah, it takes my camera out. So I mean, I really should have known better. Um, it was going to be safe as houses for every other driver in the field, but um, for Shane, who just, uh, as I say, applies his trade at such an incredibly high level, um, he uh, turfed it down the road, and I had to go and pick up all the pieces. And uh, luckily, the footage was still there. The, the memory card was okay. So yeah, there's a bit of uh, coarse language and and shows you know that um, that uh, came out of my mouth when I. Watched him, watched him run over the top of my GoPro. So yes, there's a few videos floating around at the moment. Yeah, so I saw, I saw that this morning. It's R18. It's R18. Yeah, not not safe for work. That's for sure. Uh, although we just played it at work. Um, Murph, I was talking uh, to Eric Thompson the other day. He reckons um, that uh, when WRC gets here and we've got the WRC two cars running around, that uh, the Gizzy reckons would be worthwhile jumping on the tab for. What do you reckon? 
Uh, well, as, as in as in taking out um, WRC WRC two class. Yeah, you know? here in New Zealand when they yeah. when they race here. Well, I, I, actually, I, um, I haven't got the detail unless Eric does know where exactly he will be entered. Um, so I, I'm assuming, yeah, that he would be, being that um, the Skoda sort of fits into that, that category of WIC too. So I suppose he would be, or you know, I'm sure there's a choice just to be NZRC, New Zealand Rally Championship, or, or whatever. I'm not sure on all those details, but you know, I, I expect him to be, you know, um, you know, right up there. I, I think, I think if, uh, if Hayden is running um, in WIC too, um, you know, there's a pretty good chance that he's going to be at the front of that front of that field, and and there's still going to be a gap between the likes of him and, and Hayden on a on a full blown rally, um, and that's just experience, you know, from someone like him, and you know, if Andreas Mickelson, who's you know running, and and there's a few other guys, I can't think of their names right now, running a WIC too. I mean, that's their trade. That's what they do full time. So. There's going to be some some guys running in WRC two that are professional rally drivers um, who will be, you know, uh, faster um, over over a rally stage than than our, you know, the Ben Hunts of the world and the um, Robbie Stokeses and the Shane Van Gisbergens of the world just because they're professional. But as far as as far as you know, um, a part time rally driver, you know, he is going to be uh, right up there and, and very very fast. So a little bit, you know, I can't wait to actually. Uh, for Ripco Rally New Zealand because I just, um, you know, we're going to see the best of the best of the best and, and we're going to see, uh, you know, a great field of cars competing in that, in, you know, in a international WRC uh, rally event. So it's going to be huge. Yeah, well, I mean, it feels like anything that he jumps into, he can make go fast. Um, Scott McLaughlin mentioned the other day about uh, Van Gisbergen going IndyCar. What do you reckon he'd go like in an open wheeler? Oh, he'd go brilliant. He'd be um, he'd be um, replicating, probably doing similar things to what Scott's doing in, in IndyCar, um, and, and in a very short period of time too. He, he he's the kind of driver like Scott McLaughlin that would adapt very very quickly to um, some new hardware and and different styles of racing. I mean, he's proven it every single time he's got anything else. You know, uh, when uh, the Grand Prix last year, last uh, January. Um, with the Toyota Racing Series cars, you know, he jumped in one of those, and, and he's, you know, he's a bit oversized for a TRS car. Um, I was oversized for a TRS car; it was very uncomfortable, and he's he's taller, bigger than me. Um, managed to fit in it, and you know, went about his trade and, and uh, won the Grand Prix from the back of the grid, so or from the pit lane. So you know, um, uh, he would adapt to uh, an Indy car um, like like a lot of you know. Very good race car drivers would, but you know he is um, he's X factor like Scott McLaughlin, and and I would I would expect that you'd um, it wouldn't be too long if he got the opportunity uh, to do something like that if he wanted to, which I don't think he does, but it wouldn't wouldn't take too long for Shane Van Gisbergen to start um, causing some havoc at the front of the field and and making the regular drivers feel a bit average. Yeah, well, we've got a couple of Kiwis that are going going all right there at the moment, and Scotty McLaughlin and Scott Dixon. Uh, they both went. To, I think Scott got on the Scott McLaughlin got on the podium. Scotty Dixon just missed out, but um, Scotty Dixon he's he's there or thereabouts in the drivers' championship, isn't he? What is he tied second for with Newgarden? Oh, he's a freak. He's just, um, he really is. I mean, it's, it, he just never ceases to amaze, you know. Um, he won the other week at uh, Toronto and, um, you know, he just continues to to impress at the age, you know, he's 42 or, or nearly 43 or something. Um, 
you know, and, and uh, the most experienced, most successful driver in the field by a long stretch, you know, just breaking records, still breaking records, you know. Uh, he's now equal all-time second on the all-time win list with Mario Andretti. I mean, you know, he is, uh, he's an icon and um, one of, if not, you know, New Zealand's best ever sports persons, uh, sports people. I mean, he really is. He should be recognised for that more often. Um, so no, it's, it's it's awesome to watch, and yeah, Scott McLaughlin drove around the outside of him though at Iowa and uh, the uh, part two of um, their round there uh, in Iowa on the weekend and at a restart. So it was good, great seeing the two Kiwis fighting for the last uh, spot on the podium, and, and Scotty Mack managed to take it away from Scotty D. So uh, very enjoyable watching. Yeah, Scotty Scotty squared. It's great watching an Indy car. This season mate might have Hunter McElroy running around an Indy car next year. The way he's going in Indy lights. Yeah, I, I'm I'm really hopeful for him. Um, he's uh, turned things around a little bit. Um, went through a purple. Uh, went, started the season Indy Lights his first season at Indy Lights uh, by putting it on pole at St Pete. Unfortunately, crashed while leading, which which knocked him back a bit. And it's taken him a little while to get his um, you know uh, feet back on the ground, pointing in the right direction. And uh, now he's um, he is doing that. And uh, you know, two wins on the trot. Um, uh, on the weekend, he, he was uh, probably a little bit fortunate. Um, crossed the line in second, and then the penalty was applied to the to the actual race winner. But you take those ones, and he was fast. He was on pole position again, led for a lot of the race. So, you know, um, a, another a, a great points points haul for Hunter. And it's all about for him now, just finishing the season um, with as many results like that as he possibly can. But I think um, I think definitely he has probably got the eyes of a few IndyCar teams uh, watching him very closely and, I, um, and he drives for Andretti, Andretti Autosport and Indy Lights and I'm sure based on um, how they're going at the moment and, and some of the uh, issues they've been having with drivers and, and bits and pieces, I would imagine that they're watching him very closely as a as a potential seat filler for the future. So yeah, awesome to see Hunter doing what he's doing, works very hard and um, you know, has um, has proven he deserves to be there. Yeah, he does, mate. Uh, now, finally, before we uh, before we go, Murphy, I just wanted to get your thoughts on Pocky. Um, obviously, it looks like it's uh, going to be no more for motor cars. Uh, there's going to be uh, just horses. Um, where to next for supercars in New Zealand? And what are your thoughts about Pocky no longer being uh, somewhere that you can get to drive around real fast? Yeah, uh, just one of those really sad kind of. Uh, days when you when you get information like that and hear about that, um, you know we've just uh, got so many great memories of the place. I have, and and you know hundreds of thousands of other people have as well. And and um, you know it's just a just a, such a historic, iconic uh, racetrack for New Zealand. And the thought of it not being around anymore is um, yeah, just uh, yeah, really I think sad at the end of the day. Um, you know the the county's Auckland Racing Club um, have decided that um, they see uh, a future for more uh, different kinds of horsepower there um, moving forward, and, and don't see that uh, that involves cars. So, I mean, it's their choice. Um, obviously, anyone that uh, goes to Pukekohe for cars doesn't agree with that. And uh, but um, at the end of the day, that's it's their land; they can do what they bloody well like with it, I suppose. So, mm. um, I, I doubt there was you know, would have been much of a uh, conversation about it um, in their in their board meeting. But um, they've made the call, and and we will all suffer because of it. But um, you know, fortunately, Hampton Downs is only just up the road. Uh, it's an amazing. You know, world-class facility. I mean, at the end of the day, if we want to be brutally honest about it, Pukekohe, the circuit itself, is is something that we love. 
um, and racing on that circuit is, you know, is second to none, really, as far as thrills and, and above, because we don't have circuits like that anymore. Uh, maybe Teratonga actually is probably the next one that comes close to that, as far as a buzz and a thrill and fast and flowing and probably a little bit dangerous. Um, but the, the rest of the facility at Puki is, um, is, is well below par, unfortunately, uh, and has been for a long time. So Hampton Downs, you know, fills all the gaps. Uh, it is a great racetrack. Um, and it has an amazing facility, and it's a, you know truly really just a no-brainer that um, moving forward supercars will just um, set up shop and and hand them down. So I don't know that for a fact, but I'm just assuming because that's the logical the logical um, you know uh, replacement. Yeah, good stuff, Murph. Thanks for coming on today, mate. Always good to chat. Go well and enjoy your weekend, Thanks, mate. Good on you, bro. Sorry about the noise. My neighbour's sanding his deck. My motto: Don't work on your deck. Play on it. Life's good with a Trex deck. Low maintenance with a 25-year residential warranty. Trex, the world's number one decking brand.